This episode of Experiences You Should Have is brought to you by Soul Blends, handcrafted in Oregon from botanicals to bottle, multiple healing balms, salves, and moisturizing products to bring life to your skin. Check out Soul Blends and use the code EYSH to receive 10% off your order. Waking up in Playa Viva is waking up immersed in nature. You know, hearing birds chirping, hearing the ocean, hearing a bell ring, and a guy announcing tortugas, tortugas, and coming down to the beach and walking to the turtle sanctuary and releasing baby turtles. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and today is is a very unique episode. Um, many of the episodes on experiences you should have is really about maybe an adventure experience like swim with great white sharks or or dive at Saba Island or go blackwater diving or hike the PCT or hike the Florida Trail. However, many of these of these adventures are are high impact. Um, maybe it's a six month long adventure, but what adventurers need is also a place to restore themselves. You know that place to vacation, and and the thing is, my my audience and you listeners are a unique group of people. You care about nature. If you look, most of our episodes are about nature. And and when you think about vacationing, you want to go to a place that also cares about nature and and cares about the local community. Um, and so it's a new way of thinking about vacation um, when you think about regenerative travel. And so I have brought to you David Lethanol, who is the owner of Playa Viva. It's a it's a eco resort in Mexico, Zihuataneo. Uh, and he's also um, owns regenerative travel. Um, you should definitely check it out, regenerativetravel.com. Uh, they connect travelers with independent hotels that are rooted in community and actively advance local efforts that enable people, nature, and the culture to thrive. So it's a it's a more conscious way of traveling. And I've I've seen Playa Viva, the resort we're gonna be talking about today on the cover of Travel and Leisure magazine. They've got beautiful tree houses. And this is a place where you you can disconnect, connect with nature and connect with people and disconnect from our current crazy lives. Now, I do know that travel is a little bit weird right now as we are still in a global pandemic. Uh, so as you think about travel, um, do so um, on on your comfort level and and what that community is requesting um, from a COVID standpoint as well. Well, let's get on with the interview and talk about Playa Viva as well as uh, ecotourism and regenerative travel. Thank you, David, for joining me on Experiences You Should Have podcast. Gail, I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. Uh, many of our listeners are adventurers. They're they're out trekking. They're doing extreme things. Maybe it's skydiving or six month through hikes. But what? Many of my listeners, I think, I think they they need a vacation, and what a better vacation than at 
an eco resort in Mexico. And, and I am just curious, how do you define an eco resort? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, and I love the way you set that up where people need a vacation from their vacation. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I like to use the term now a regenerative boutique hotel to describe who Playa Viva is. And I think that will help define against Eco Resort. You know, the question about Eco has, has many different ways of looking at it, right? Some people think, oh, Eco means dirt floor, cold shower right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have the word resort and well, you know, that doesn't go with it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, eco really, I think, relates to a consciousness about your position in the world. So you talk about through hiking, you know, hiking and and folks who spend a lot of time in nature really understand the concept of leave no footprint behind or, or really looking at what their footprint is when they go hiking, making sure everything comes out with them. In some cases, everything right (laughs) absolutely right so you know why where do we move from eco to regenerative and and a lot of this came from uh my own evolution as an environmentalist and a social impact entrepreneur into becoming a regenerative impact entrepreneur and investor and that came through meeting a gentleman by the name of bill reed who was part of the green build movement, which you see the lead certification on buildings. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 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 in meeting Bill, you know, Bill's background was in developing the lead standard and realizing that even if you're lead platinum, you're still not carbon neutral. So buildings that are certified the highest they can be are still just destroying the planet at a slower rate than before. And he really saw that based on where carbon was going, that we needed to move into a reversal mode and moving away from sustaining or slowing down to really reversing and regenerating. Mm -hmm. And so regeneration is really a paradigm shift of how we think about things. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a new language to, to being regenerative. So, you know, uh, sure, we're eco, we're sustainable, we're regenerative because they're all aspirational in nature and you can always be more eco, you can always be more sustainable and you can always be more regenerative. So I, I'm not sure if I answered your question. Fully. Yeah, yeah, but, but you, start, you start to kind of paint that picture of, of, of being, more, being more than eco. Um, I mean, your dub doesn't eco resort, but you've kind of created a new category here. And the good news is we're not the only ones that are doing this. Um, Playa Viva um, is one of the, is a, the founder of a group called Regenerative Travel, which you can find online at regenerativetravel.com, which is a collection of hotels. I think we're heading into 40 hotels worldwide that are doing this kind of work. And they're great properties all over the world from Fogo Island in in Newfoundland, um, which does amazing work um, to uh, wonderful hotels in Belize, Hamanasi, uh, Costa Rica, and then, you know, hotels in Botswana and uh, Portugal, all over the world, really great, great properties. So, I, I talk about how, how once we were prisoners of our own paradise, and now we've met all the other prisoners in their, in their own paradise doing amazing, amazing work, these passion projects mm-hmm. that people have. Um, and regenerative travel is really set up around the sharing of best practices amongst those properties, as well as creating economies of scale and moving into what, what I call legacy and liquidity as well. Mm-hmm. What excites you most about Playa Viva? Um, what excites me most is when I talk to my staff, team members, uh, such as the head of permaculture, Amanda, who tells me about how she was talking to one of her farm team members, a guy you know who grew up in this uh, 500-person community in the rural area, and 
they are now not using pesticides. They are now using some of the syntropic biodynamic permaculture techniques that they've learned working with her. Mm -hmm. Um, That type of cultural shift and change, that paradigm shift happening in rural podunk, East Bumble, Mexico, that's what excites me that we are creating change at a person-to-person level in these rural communities. That is absolutely beautiful. You are essentially being the change you wish to see in the world. I know that's a quote that's been quoted many times, but you're, you're actually doing it and you're making an impact. Um, and that's, that's really cool to see versus someone throwing out marketing language you're, you're influencing the lives around you. Um, that's really, really cool. Well, I, I wish I could take credit for it. I think the hotel really serves as a portal to bring wonderful people in, whether it's our perm- head of permaculture, Amanda Harris, our head of social environmental impact, uh, Colleen, uh, or our head of hospitality, Julia Garcia, who's from this community, any one of the staff members that we have, and really even the guests. The guests are really part of creating that change through their engagement when they come on uh, on holiday. And you know that's what's really interesting when when people come to travel to really engage with people in the community at a truly one to one cultural person to person basis, and and are part of that change. And hopefully, it's it's it's. You know, it's it's bilateral. It's not just you know us to them, but you know, in, a, in the part of that regenerative language is a co-evolution, mm-hmm. and so that we're co-evolving together. So I'm just curious. Could you paint the picture of of what a day might look like <laughs> at Playa Viva from from what the guests may see, and then as well as paint the picture from maybe what's going on behind the scenes of, of maybe what the guest doesn't see. Wow. How, how much time do we have? We've, we uh, have time. We have time. Um, well, I mean, I think I'll just start it out. There, there's what's beautiful is there's some wonderful videos on our YouTube channel that touch exactly this, a day in a life of Playa Viva. And one is called sunrise to sunset. And, and, What's beautiful about it is the sounds that you hear. And I think, you know, waking up in Playa Viva is waking up immersed in nature. Um, You know, hearing birds chirping, hearing the ocean, uh, hearing a bell ring and a guy announcing tortugas, tortugas, and coming down to the beach and walking to the turtle sanctuary and releasing baby turtles to the ocean. And then, you know, coming back and grabbing a cup of coffee or tea and then, you know, joining a yoga class and hearing the ocean in the background or maybe somebody pointing out to dolphins uh, surfing the waves in while you're doing a tree pose, you know, and how incredibly marvelous that is. hearing the bell ring for meal time and going to breakfast and um, the the smells of, of, of all this wonderful food, the Mexican foods, all uh, healthy uh, or Mexican food with a international flair. And, uh, you know, it, it just continues from there. It, 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 Playa Viva is really about immersing in nature and it really changes the rhythm of who we are. We had a guest who was there one time and, and they stayed uh, for like two weeks and they're like, you, you know, you don't really get in the hang of, of, of the rhythm of this place until the second week. And they said, what they really notice is people come in with this kind of modern trapment about them. The devices are spilling out of them you know, they're all dressed in black or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and and their hair is all done up. And then by the time, uh, you know, in maybe 24, 48 hours before what they call the Playa Valium kicks in <laughs> at, at Playa Viva. And yeah, like the hair is kind of just, 
natural, not done up. The makeup is more natural. The clothing is just flowing and, and the energy level just really drops and you see it in people's eyes. And so I think that's another part of what, what we're all about in a day of a life is having people go through the connection to place and connecting to themselves. Um, and uh, what goes on behind the scenes is um, making sure that you create space for that to happen. Um, yeah. And a lot more. <laughs> so. yeah. I, I mean, that's it's really beautifully said. I, I love how you painted the picture of, of the bell ringing. And, and this may be a place where you can lose your sense of time you know if you 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 can take off the watch you you can disconnect and know when the next meal is or or what's going on by tuning into the vibrations and sounds around you yeah um and 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 losing time is exactly what it's about it's um you know day in a life is when you do sit down for breakfast that you're not just sitting at table for two, table for four or whatever, that our meals are sure family style. Um, and, you know, pre-COVID, obviously we've made some changes during COVID, but even post-COVID of people who sit together and break bread or tortillas together um, and share bottomless avocado uh, bowls together, they... <laughs> they begin to just sit there at the table and talk and get to know each other. And again, they lose track of time. And the next thing you know, they look up and go, Oh my God, you know, two hours have passed, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and make new connections with like-minded people while they're there. Mm -hmm. Obviously that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, schedule with Johnny to go uh, do stand up paddle or uh, surfing or snorkeling or fishing or, you know, uh, ride up the watershed in a four by four to visit the Gutierrez family and have, you know, them cook the most amazing meal that comes everything from their farm there and then come down and hike into a waterfall and jump off of a, you know, 20, 25 foot cliff into the, the uh, right off the waterfall. There's so many things like that, that you can, you know, set your watch to make sure to be ready for, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I think I, we actually encourage people when they come not to schedule anything and to spend the first 24 to 48 hours really just letting go and acclimating to place and connecting to themselves. And then, you know, around the table, I'll hear from people, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that and and then schedule it. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely just love that idea. I, I personally love to schedule things. When I go on vacation, I, I have a spreadsheet and, Don't tell and me you have pivot tables to maximize your experience. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love a good pivot table, but, um, but this, this sounds like something I should probably doing do more of in my own life is to, to maybe get away from, from the schedule and and maybe some of my listeners are like me or maybe they don't schedule things but but i am a scheduler but this sounds like a healthy way to live and and to detox and to actually take a real vacation um and i know there's many of us out there with some vacation time that has not been used because <laughs> covid has jerked that all away from us but but this sounds, this sounds like a dream. This sounds amazing. Um, so you've mentioned a lot of adventure things, um, like stand up paddling or, or checking out some waterfalls. Uh, but something that I've heard about Ziwataneo is, is how amazing the surf is. My, um, my uncle is an avid surfer. And I know he loves to come to this area for, for surfing. Do you offer um, like surf packages or for people who want to learn how to surf um, or 
you know, get into like the adventure plus relaxation there? Um, so unfortunately our beach is what the surfers will call a closeout beach. Uh, you can, you can catch a wave in front of our beach. I've got some nice drone footage of Pato and of many other folks, you know, surfing in front, but you're not going to catch that left that breaks for, you know, sure. It's not going to be Chicama. Right. Right. It's not Peru, but this could well, be just a fun place to we have a sister property, Casa Viva Troncones, which is about an hour and a half away. Yeah. And another 15 minutes from there is uh, uh, Saladita, which is a beautiful upbreak. Troncones has got uh, plenty of breaks there. And then there's also uh, some surfing you can do in Barra de Potosí near us. And then further out from us, about six kilometers, so not that far down, is uh, Loma Bonita, which supposedly has one of the only barrels in all of um, Guerrero. So, you know, there, there can be good surfing up and down. And then the further south from us is Papanoa. Uh, so we, uh, we've got a nice little surf guard, guide, Chichimeca, who we can call up and he'll come with his van and equipment and check with you on what your surf skills and abilities are and know what the local surf spots are related to where the, the tides are coming from and, and the swells and, and head out and, and match you up. But as far as, you know, that point right in front of us, yeah, you'll, you, you may get a little bit of, 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 uh, of waves in. I, I'm a boogie boarder. Okay. And I love boogie boarding. And what I do every afternoon uh, about an hour or two before sunset is I grab one of the many boards that we have available for you there and head out and we have the big waves that break way out in front of us and you can ride a really long uh, kind of white water all the way in and have a blast because that way you know that that is you can count on that yeah, um, yeah. as a matter of fact I had a, a friend recently well uh, somebody who worked with us on our upgrading our water systems Peter who uh, uh, is a big boogie boarder and he, he did me the wonderful he gave me the wonderful gift of sending me my own flippers now so i, I, I can't <laughs> wait to get out there and, and test it out so uh, but yeah uh, there's 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 plenty around just yeah not right in front so when is your favorite time uh to be at playa viva so what's beautiful about playa viva is it changes over time in the season. So the rainy season for us is August, September. We're generally closed during that time of year. Use that to do all the maintenance and upgrades so that when you come in in October, when we open up, it's brand new again. October after the rain, it's what I call 50 shades of green. The, tur <laughs> the turtles height of the turtle season is during rainy season, August, September. And the gestation period is 45, 60 days. So come October, November, there are thousands of, of baby turtles being released uh hundreds or thousands a day which is just amazing to just see a carpet of of marine turtles going back the leatherback turtles come out in november starting december you start seeing whales breaching um some moms and calves uh just right off the shore uh breaching and that happens through march uh the weather really starts to cool down in February, March, and get chilly nights, you need a big thick blanket. Um, and it's wonderful during that, that season. Um, and uh, also November, you know, because of the rains and the wildflowers, you get hundreds of different types of butterflies and many, many butterflies. And so nature is just so beautiful and full of life during that time frame. So, you know, each one has its own time by, uh, April, May, it starts getting warmer, the, the landscape's getting drier. Um, and so you can see more of the landscape that way. Um, so everything, each one of the periods has its own little charm. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful picture you painted from the turtles to the whales. Um, I want to I wanna see it all. Are those humpbacks that are breaching? Uh, I believe so, yes, I should know that. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Um, I, yeah, I love, I love whale watching and, and seeing them out there. Um, then there's a group called whales of Guerrero, which hmm? you can probably link to and find uh, the whales of Guerrero, which, uh, really does work to track, uh, and 
work on education around whales, and then we'll take folks out on boats on kind of marine excursions, hoping to see whales, but you'll see many other things in the process. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have guests uh, that come and, and volunteer on, on the resort uh, to play a part in the permaculture or uh, help volunteer within the community? Yeah, we, we really want our guests to get engaged deeper and deeper into the landscape and the community. So it's not just about coming around the table and meeting the guests that are there and extending that community, but it's about meeting our staff, getting out onto the farm, understanding the areas and how we're dealing with um, regenerating the mangrove where we are, uh, and then bringing you into town and participating with the community. And there are many different projects that happen. So whether it's a yoga retreat or other retreat that's coming, we ask them to do some community service project. We have a bunch of different community service projects we're doing all the time. Uh, we have a, a Colleen who I mentioned who does social environmental impact. We work in health, education, and uh, economic development. We've got a whole big project going on right now, which is a regenerative watershed project. We're working on sustainable fisheries. Um, but you know, there's one guest who's a chiropractor and during his holiday, he set up to go to the local health clinic and offer free chiropractic. And there was a line out the door wow. of the health when he was there. So we've had uh, retreat leaders bring kids from the community to Playa Viva. They had uh, sound bowls and did a whole kind of sound oh, healing yeah. with local kids that just, they loved it. So there's so much that can be done there. I mean, just as simple as when you walk down the stairs from the main area onto the beach, we have recycled bags made from recycled uh, billboards for guests to just take when they walk on the beach to pick up garbage and help out. And then we organize uh, beach cleanups uh, with the kids and local community as well. So it really spans everything and everybody. That's really beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Um, and so as, as you just mentioned beach cleanups, uh, how do you, how do you offer, uh, like your cutlery, your plates, your, your cups, especially in time of COVID, um, to reduce trash and, and plastic? Well, you know, our plates are, beautiful handmade ceramic plates that we buy from artisans near Michoacan. Um, and they're for sale in our boutique. Um, so there's no plastic in that way. All of our cups are glass, glassware. Um, you know, we don't use plastic cutlery. I mean, I think the, you know, the closest thing we have to anything you can throw out is if you're, leaving and you got an earlier flight, we may make some quesadillas for you to take with you and wrap them up in aluminum foil and send them with you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, there really is an ethos there. I mean, we do a whole uh, waste stream management program where all of our food and food scraps go into various buckets based on if they go to the pigs, they go to the worms, they go to the vultures um, or, um, you know, to, to, um, mulch. So everything gets divided up that way. Mm -hmm. um, we're really doing our best to try to reduce the, the waste streams, even up through our um, uh, supply chain. So when folks come in, no, don't give us plastic bags, you know, use reusable crates to put in vegetables and other things that we're buying. Um, you know, and again, going back to what I said earlier about uh, eco sustainability and regeneration, you know, it's a constant process. We're not perfect. We don't say sure. we're perfect. Um, there's always different areas in which we can improve upon. So how would one get to your resort to Playa Viva? Well, they'd have to... Uh, 
go online, uh, book a reservation, call us, do it through chat or WhatsApp or, or, or however. Um, once they've booked a reservation, they'll get a pre-arrival kit that'll help give them all the information they need to know. Um, hop on a plane, uh, get to Zihuatanejo Ixtapa International Airport in Mexico. Yeah. It's, um, if you saw, saw Shawshank Redemption, that's where he goes at the <laughs> end to, to Zihuatanejo. I it's did on, not know that. That's there you funny. go. Fun fact. That's a really uh, fun fact. And uh, we're about a 35, 40 minute drive from there. You'll be met with a sign that says Playa Viva and whisked away in a airport bonded taxi. Uh, these days they'll be wearing a mask uh, and you will too. And they'll bring you to Playa Viva uh, and you'll walk through our little tunnel and open up into paradise and you'll be there. And then on, on the way out, we, uh, so we we're all inclusive to the extent of, we want it to be like your beach home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're going to your beach home, you want to be met at the airport by your driver. You want to not have to worry about what you're going to eat. So all your meals are included. You don't want to like be nickel and dime by a water bottle costing you five bucks, you know, all the, the water and um, aguas frescas are included for free. Um, and then you ride back to the airport uh, as well as included. What's extra is going to be bar. If you want to order alcoholic beverages a coconut or a smoothie blended drink, um, massage, spa massage, the boutique or excursions are all going to be extra. We do include a tip, a 10% tip in it. Folks can tip more, but we just felt it'd be easier to just include that in. So there's no, no issues for folks about whether to tip or not tip. We wish the culture was around just charging more and no tips, but that's the way culture is here, there. Uh, we included 2% uh, regenerative trust fee, which is a donation that goes to the work that we do in the community, but you can donate to uh, buy a nest, adopt a student. There are many other programs that we do on top of that, that folks add to that. Um, and then nowadays too, we also offer uh, the COVID uh, test you'll need to get on a plane and get back to the US. Oh, wow. Side. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, now, now, what about the cost? What's the average cost uh, per person? Yeah, you know, I should know that off the top of my head. But in general, we try to run about $150 to $300 per person with all that included. You know, two people staying in a treehouse is going to cost a little bit more uh, on a retreat with four people in, in a room sharing rooms and they're set up to share. It'll be, you know, on the lower side of that range. And then we also have kind of holiday season, which are going to be, you know, 20, 30% higher, low season, 20, 30% lower. And now we're looking at opening up a rainy season so that folks will know what they're getting into as far <laughs> as the rain, but still um, come uh, at an even much lower rate. Yeah. Now, is it is it family friendly? Can you can you bring your kids? So we're I would say we're friendly to all friendlies except for the unfriendly. Um, and what that means is, you know, people ask if we're dog friendly, and it's like, yeah, but if your dog, you know, barks, bites, or you don't pick up after your dog, then you're being unfriendly and you're not invited to come stay right. or come back. Um, we are kid friendly. You know, uh, we were all kids at some point, and we should be able to enjoy places like that. And if you don't like kids, you know, don't come or come when kids most likely aren't going to be there, which is usually when they're school or at least these, you know, non more traditional times, I should say. And then, um, you know, we're also um, LGBT friendly as well, without a doubt. You know, we the, the community is open to it. We're open to it. Um, so intolerant people we're, are the ones that we're not tolerant to. Mm -hmm. We also, from a food standpoint, we also ask folks their dietary concerns. So we cover vegan. We did a, a, a vegan wedding where the entire we wedding weekend, extended weekend, was all vegan. Wow. Seven-course seven vegan served dinner uh, for the wedding night. Um, we do vegetarian, pescatarian, uh, kosher basically usually becomes a mix of, of vegetarian and pescatarian, mm -hmm. um, but really cover, you know, gluten-free, sugar-free. We understand that many people have dietary concerns and that we should be aware of it and let them know that, you know, what they, what, what's available for them and market accordingly. 
That's absolutely incredible. Um, and on on that note of of your inclusivity, uh, what about accessibility? You know, maybe people with limited mobility or are wheelchair bound. Um, I heard you mentioned stairs earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have ADA rooms or a way to get to the beach? Yeah, we have one room. It's not ADA, but it has a ramp access to get into it, and it can be kind of retrofitted to be better. We 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 got the ramp going into the room, and the room is completely flat except for the lip getting into the shower, which we can retrofit for folks if they need to get in with a wheelchair. Um, but yeah, we're not. I, I would say super wheelchair friendly and, and the beach itself is generally not wheelchair friendly although you know we have, have a, a guest who stays with us uh who's a nurse who does a lot of work with um nonprofit organizations in promoting wheelchair access to places and she's consulted to us in how to kind of make our place more accessible to folks in general but you know Playa Viva is definitely um it's it's remote it's Mexico and it's not um, fully ADA compliant, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the stairs? Do you have handrails going down the stairs? Yeah, I think all stairs or most stairs have handrails, if not on both sides on one side. Okay, that's good to know. Um, now, as far as COVID goes, I know this is a changing landscape. We are recording <laughs> this in August of 2021. Um, you, you mentioned it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be gone by now, right? <laughs> now, uh, we're going backwards right now. Um, so you mentioned the test to go back into the U.S. is included. Yes. Um, it's not included. It's a it's it's a sixty five dollars oh, charge. Okay. Um, and uh, it basically pays for one test for you and one test for somebody in the community if they want it. Um, okay. So I think if you go to the airport, it may be like 45 bucks or 40 bucks for the, for the test. So it's okay. slightly more to get it apply Viva, but it's, it's much more convenient. Okay. So what do travelers need to know in this current landscape about COVID considerations other than testing to come and leave? Yeah. Well, I think on the positive side, because Playa Viva is on 200 acres, a mile of beachfront, you've got a lot of wide open spaces and we really don't have air conditioning. Well, we don't have air, any air conditioning in any room. There's air conditioning in the boutique um, and other spaces our staff uses. So because you're open air all the time and you've got very few people, I mean, with 18 rooms when we open up in November, 19, you know, maximum 60 people over 200 acres, it provides the space that people need for more and and the outdoorness to be safe and secure. That's the good news. Um, All of our staff uses masks uh, during their work. And the good news is our staff is now, most every one of the staff has had access to a a, um, a vaccine and all our staff is getting vaccinated. Um, You know, on the side that we don't control obviously is travel mm-hmm. um you know from the moment you leave your house and the security of whatever transport you take planes i think are doing a fairly good job of with the hepa filters and the way their ventilation systems are set up of, of cleaning the air and ensuring that people are wearing masks on the plane and wearing masks is still a great way to prevent uh, from this, the spreading of and receiving the disease. Mm-hmm. And then, as I mentioned, you know, when you get to the airport, um, indoor spaces like that with masks, transportation with bonded folks w- with a mask helps reduce the risk all the way through that chain. But, you know, once you do get to Playa Viva, you are outdoors and in limited contact and uh, fresh air. So it makes it a much better environment. And that's one of the things that I think we've seen in the U.S. at least, glamping sites where you had outdoor facilities have seen some of the highest occupancy numbers they've ever seen during COVID. And uh, those are the kinds of places, we are the kind of place you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you've you've mentioned about many retreats there. Could could someone essentially rent out the entire property to to host a retreat or bring their entire family reunion there? Um, or is it typically usually booked um, well in advance? <laughs> well, it's it's usually booked well in advance, but over fifty percent of the time, it's going to be booked by a group, either by a yoga retreat, a wellness retreat. Uh, holistic health retreat. There are a lot of people that come for those types of things and, and do them at Playa Viva. Um, we're getting more and more weddings, as I mentioned, uh-huh. um, and we're getting more and more groups coming where uh, corporate retreats are saying, we don't want to go to the Four Seasons or the you know big brand places anymore. We want to have more of these types of experiences. And so we're getting a lot more traction there as well, where we're bringing in uh, a corporate group and and doing trainings or or doing um, their incentive travel there as well. So, um, but we want individual travelers or what in the industry they call fit travelers. Gail, it's it's really um, something we like. What often will happen is somebody comes for a retreat. They never heard of Playa Viva, but they trusted their retreat leader to invite them to come to it. They fell in love with the place. They met two or three people there. They all scheduled to come back the same time next year or to a certain thing. Or they came to us and said, hey, can we rent this out for a birthday, an anniversary, a special occasion and come back for that? And that that often happens with us. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, absolutely love it. And and curious about the, the ocean temperature when there, I, I know there's seasons, but on average, What's the temperature of, of the ocean? Um, it's a perfect 70 degrees all the time. Uh, it is, it's great. I, I've, in all the time I've been there, I've never had to wear a wetsuit um, or wanted to. Uh, it's really, really wonderful. So whether it's, you know, January, February, and as cold as it could be, it's still, um, it's still wonderful. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes a year too that night we get the bioluminescence. Oh my gosh. So when is, when is the best time for that happens all the time? We were there in December this year and there was so much bioluminescence there. It was crazy. I've been there when there's media showers and you just lie down on your back and you just see, I mean, more stars. And that's another part of the the day in a life of is just the, you know, Milky way is clear as a highway crossing the sky. It's great. Sounds it sounds perfect. It absolutely sounds perfect. Uh, what are, is are there any is there any good diving there? Uh, there's diving. Um, you know, it depends on where you where you dive and how spoiled you are. Um, and uh, I was just, you know, I was just in Cabo Pulmo in Mexico. And if you're going to go dive, go dive in Cabo Pulmo. It is, it's God's aquarium. It's so beautiful, and the community there has really worked to save that area. Um, and create a marine protected area. And th- that type of, of work should be done in more places. And we should definitely support the work that communities like that do. Yeah, beautiful. But yeah, so you can, you can dive and mm-hmm. you go to Xtapa and dive and they're snorkeling. And there's a nice little video somebody did with a nice little surprise, which I won't ruin for anybody, um, that you can dive to as well. So. Okay, all right. And, and I'll make sure to, to include some of these videos uh, in the show notes on experiences that you should have.com as well as link to your YouTube channel. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Now, and we, try to, we try to keep them all short. We did a, a brand new video that came out. Um, it's called Why Play Viva is, is More Than Just a Hotel. Um, and it's about three minutes long and it really rocks and moves. And I'm really, really proud of that video. So. Um, it talks about all the things that we do at the hotel and why it's it's more than just a place to throw a towel uh, on a on a beach chair right. and, and order a margarita. Although you can do that too. Although I, I recommend our organic basil margarita. It's really really amazing. Ooh, that sounds incredible. I love a good margarita. I oh, I'm anti mix, so I oh. I do mine with tequila, triple uh-huh. sec. Uh, a little bit of agave squeeze of lime and uh, I I do like a splash of fresh squeezed orange juice in it and that's it 
Well, the recipe for the basil margarita is online as well. You can link to that and just, yeah, throw in about five or six leaves, big fat leaves of, of, of basil in there and blend that up too. And it, what's nice about it, it's kind of like a mix between a mojito and, and a margarita. Sometimes a margarita can be too tart and a mojito can be too sweet. And this is that Goldilocks drink that's there. And speaking of drinks, another thing that I love is be, because we were a coconut grove, before we were a hotel, we've got a lot of coconuts and I've become a fan of drinking uh, coconut milk in my coffee in the morning that's freshly made every morning. Ooh, you had me at coconut and coffee. <laughs> sounds, sounds delightful. Absolutely delightful. Um, now, I, I really enjoyed kind of just seeing in the videos the story of the farm to table and seeing the the cocoa beans being turned into um, chocolate and dipping the banana in it and and I love I love that I I love seeing food come to life um, from start to finish and and just curious do you offer any like cooking classes or someone wants to learn how to make homemade tortillas um you know, with, with the locals there? Uh, I mean, uh, yes, that, that's the nice thing about Playa Viva. As I said, it, it's kind of like your home away from home. So if you want to learn how to cook, put on an apron and get in the kitchen with Olga and Inez and Olga will teach you her secrets on, on how to lay that tortilla just right on the comales to, to make it work. And she'll even teach you how to make uh, a mole, which, uh, is is pretty tough another popular class for us is making tamales yeah to learn how to make tamales um i've we've held kind of cacao um cacao uh, ceremonies we've done cacao ceremonies there and it was done with the cacao so we grow our own chocolate on site so people we all the, the members of the retreat all shucked the cacao and then we made the cacao uh for the ceremony from what they themselves so it's kind of like a a quilting ceremony thing where everybody's sitting around doing it and then gets to to, to enjoy the fruits of their labor it's, it's beautiful i i've gotten to go to some local kirtans um and cacao ceremonies here in oregon and it's just a beautiful experience that's well uh, you, you wait till you come do it apply viva <laughs> Oh, I'm sold. I'm ready. I'm ready to pack my bag and come. M maybe right after this spike. Right now we're we're spiking right now. So I'm I'm waiting a little bit. But and it's your rainy season right now, right? Yeah, we're closed right now. We're we're in the process of, of adding um six new tree houses that are gonna be absolutely amazing. And when those are uh, done already in uh, early November, November 1st. We're reopening back up to the public uh, for our season 13. Um, to our 13th year of operation will be our 13th year of operations. Really wow. proud of that. Wow. Okay, so I'm I'm looking right now at a, a cover of Travel and Leisure. And 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 there there you are. <laughs> Can you describe what that room is that I'm looking at? You know, I'm looking at that same cover too. And, and when I first got uh, the April issue of Travel and Leisure magazine with a photo of the Playa Viva treehouse on it, I thought my college friends were punking me and had used Photoshop to, to make this up. But yeah, this is, um, we were lucky enough to be on the cover as part of the Global, Envis uh, the Global Vision Awards 2021 which Travel and Leisure did uh, in recognition of the work that we were as part of the founders of regenerative travel and regenerative travel as a movement. But what you see there um, is what some people would describe as um, uh, a bamboo sky lab or tiki airstream. It's a cylinder of bamboo with a platform uh, and a beautiful bed on it and a uh, in-floor hammock, and it's uh, held up by palm trees, and that is really our first treehouse. Um, it was designed by Kim Shasa Baldwin, and it is an award-winning treehouse. It won uh, Hospitality Design Magazine's um, 
uh, Best of Show um, award and was called the Wave of the Future. But um, yeah, this is 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 now an old treehouse because the new ones, which are also being uh, built uh, out of bamboo and they're designed by Nomadic Resorts uh, and built. Uh, lead builder on that is, is Jorg Stam, who did the Green School in Bali. Uh, so I'm I, the only thing I will say is the inspiration for the new tree houses are um, the manta rays that you see exploding out of the water from time to time in front of Playa Viva. Mm. Or, or are they mobilas or are they mantas? They're oh, they're mo- mobilas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Great. That's it. We've got a, a great episode on experiences you should have about uh, free diving with the Mobula migration in Mexico. Well, that that exact image of the migration is what is inspiring this entire uh, Ray um, uh, treehouse expansion. So beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Uh, stunning. I'll, I'll make sure to include a photo of of the Travel and Leisure magazine in the show notes. You have to check this out. You will be you will be booking your plane ticket. Um, I'll tell is, you. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the quick story on that was, you know, they, we were told that there was a photo shoot happening and that folks were going out there, and um, so the photographer and the model uh, contact us about staying there. And I sent them a note saying, hey, you know, if you want to stay an extra night or two and take more photos. And they're like, no, no, we, we know what we need to do. We need to come in, do one night and leave. And so when the uh, cover came out, I sent an email out to the photographer and the model saying, hey, you know, did you know we made the cover? And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we knew that when we came out to shoot. We just couldn't tell you. So. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And well, wait and, till you see the new ones. Okay. Okay. They're yeah. going to blow you away. Oh, don't want to set expectations. <laughs> I will happily be blown away. And, um, and then just also curious, um, you know, when, when visitors come, do you have any tips, um, you know, in trying to be culturally appropriate, um, uh, do you have any? Do you have any like top tips for for our travelers here? Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I think cultural being culturally appropriate is really all about sensitivity and empathy, um, and and not um, feeling that your uh, Western expectation about the way things should be is the way it should be. And I think a lot of it is getting to know the people that are there uh, on a one-to-one basis. So, you know, our team members don't wear Guayavera uniforms. They don't wear name tags. Our staff will wear Playa t-shirts and the idea being, and no name tags so that when, you know, they're serving your drink, they need to learn your name and hopefully you'll learn their name. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get to know each other on a one to one basis and that you'll feel comfortable asking them about their life and how they live and vice versa. Um, and so that that I think the most culturally appropriate thing is just get to know people at a one at a person to person level if you can. Um, that's it. That's really it. That's beautiful. You know, get 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 in, in, you know, and get out into the community and explore. Don't, you know, the, the hotel is, is a safe and secure or a safer and secure place, but explore, get out. Mm-hmm. Um, our little town of, you know, Huluchuca, 500 people, go, all the watershed and going up the watershed to all the different towns that are up. There's like four towns up the watershed to visit. And then the Gutierrez family, um, get out to um, some of these local places, get to know the, the landscape. Um, explore would you would you say you need a car to go explore no um you don't um the trip up this year can be done in a four by four getting into town just arranging with our staff johnny who used to be an employee with us who we've helped set up his own business 
um, manages a tour company. So you get to know Johnny and Johnny will show you around um, and let him know what you want to do. Johnny loves fishing. Uh, so if you want to learn how to throw the mantaraya, the kind of the net out, ask Johnny to teach you how to do it. Um, you don't need a car um, at all. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, driving is not my favorite thing. So that that's pretty wonderful. Um, and love it that you have that airport pickup there to the ground trans transport included in the stay. That's fantastic. Um, and, and finally, uh, just as, as you mentioned about the, the tipping, um, and some of the rates included in the cost, but, but should someone, uh, get pesos and be tipping in cash, uh, what's appropriate there? Um, well, dollars and pesos are fairly synonymous. Although if you give somebody dollars, part of what we do with tips is we, we pull the tips because there are a lot of people on the farm or in security, things like that, that you don't see that get, that are part of it. But if you, you know, if the bartender is taking good care of you and you want to could take good care of them, um, you can tip in dollars or pesos. Um, and if you want pesos, there are ATMs at the airport when you come in. So just, hey, go go to the ATM, take out money. That's the best exchange rate. If you do these exchange rates at you know, airports before you arrive or even after you arrive, the, the exchange rates are awful. Whereas mm -hmm. the ATM will get you the best uh, exchange rate you want. Yeah, that's a, that's a great tip. And, and finally, maybe if there's some travelers who can't fully detox um, and maybe they still need to be checking email or hopping on calls. How is the cell reception and uh, is there good Wi-Fi? So the, the Wi-Fi password, which I will tell you now, is uh, disconnect to reconnect. That's lowercase d, lowercase r, with, with a number two. Uh, so we try to remind you in your connectivity what, what you should do. Um, but we realize that that some people can actually disconnect better if they can kind of check and see that there are no fires and that they're not as needed as they think they are um, and can be away. And uh, we're lucky that we, we actually just had a fiber optic um, connection come right by where we have a point-to-point -point connection in town to Playa Viva. Playa Viva is 100% off-grid solar for energy and the phone system, phone connectivity or now internet connectivity comes point-to-point -point from a connection we have in Uluchuca about three kilometers away. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you, you can get connected and you can have plenty of bandwidth to watch that Netflix show if you want to or, or, have, or, or have that Zoom call if you need to. Perfect. Fantastic. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add for our listeners? Um, I think it's that, you know, regeneration is a paradigm shift. Um, and coming to a place like Playa Viva is definitely about um, thinking about how you take your holiday a different way. And if this is, is this right for you, or you think it may be right for you, come on try it out because you know we think we'll change the way you holiday for forever and then you'll want to go check out all the other regenerative travel destinations throughout the world um, in the process and hopefully engage other people in traveling that way you know? uh, beautifully beautifully said uh, so listeners it, it sounds like we need to to take a trip to Mexico and go check out Playa Viva uh, well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and, and sharing this experience with our listeners. I truly appreciate it. Gail, thank you for inviting me and thank you for all your wonderful questions. Um, and thanks to your listeners who are listening to you and are interested in coming. Thanks, Gail. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast. And if you are thinking about planning that vacation, uh, definitely go to playaviva.com um, and also check out the regenerative travel site, 
regenerativetravel.com and help you vacation in a more conscious way. Uh, And if you are wanting to plan an adventure, scroll through the episodes on experiences that you should have.com and and find that perfect adventure as we give you a how-to guide to make amazing things happen and break down what is needed uh, to go live adventurously and to do that bucket list experience you've always thought about. So definitely go check out previous episodes. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please click subscribe. And if you love the podcast and you are listening on an iPhone, click on that purple app and please give us a five-star review and tell us why you love experiences you should have. And if you know of a unique experience around the world that can be replicated, uh, then please reach out to us uh, at experiencesyoushouldhave.com, click contact, and tell us about that experience. You never know. It may become a future episode here. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast and until our next adventure.